0: everybody. Welcome to Political Football, a conference championship review episode of Political Football. Uh, we're part of the Maddie Ice Media Network. And uh, uh, before I introduce uh, Scott here, and hopefully Cleveland will be shown up here as well, before I introduce them, I want to let you guys know about the Maddie Ice Media Network big game pre-show bedlam. This is a three-hour uh, Maddie Ice Media Network uh, program on, uh, man, I could say the date, Sunday, February 12th, which is the same day as the big game. Um, (laughs) Takes place from noon until 3. Political football will be on the air from 1 to 2. But there will be links all around for where to check us out. But definitely be sure to tune into that live on YouTube. It's going to be a really fun time. Um, I'll bring it up again a little bit later in the day. Uh, But in the meantime, Scott, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm doing good. Surviving.
0: Good, good. Cleve, how are you?
2: I'm good, man. I I um got a lot of my got a of my mind. Um, did the show start already.
0: Yes, it did. Um, welcome. I was gonna just like seamlessly patch you in, but yes, Cleve was late. Um, yeah. uh, I, I just did the I just did the uh told about the the big game pre show bedlam coming up on on the twelfth. So okay. All right, so Cleve, you mentioned you had a lot in your mind. Is this related to your trip to Las Vegas?
2: That was actually the, a, a good spot. Got to meet your dad. Don's great man, he's a great guy. Like he's like he's not my my other dad. He's,
0: like, he's my dad.
2: That, that you, you a like, good, it's a good time.
0: It's a yeah, very good time. Yeah, you liked uh, you liked Don. Yeah, can you see why I'm a diehard Lions fan? I had him telling me to be a Lions fan. So there's that.
2: <laughs> very convincing. <laughs> very 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 good. He's very, very good guy. We had uh, we had lunch spot about, about two two and a half hours. Just talked all kinds of stuff, music, football. I'm, I'm probably gonna get him on the manual. Uh, just to just <laughs> shoot this shit with him, but it, it was great. um When I said referring, because I have been out of the loop on a lot of current events, mm-hmm, mainly because I, I just got tired of hearing about January six, and not that it's not important, but and also Trump. I mean, we're two years from the election, so got tired. Of, so I kind of tuned out, and then the story came up with these cops beating this this, this young black guy to death, and. I want to just, I mean, I was out of the loop. I didn't know anything about it. Like, I don't know where I was under a rock or what. Um, but to those five pieces of elite pieces of shit, fuck you. To the parents that birthed these pieces of shit, fuck you. To anyone that calls them a friend, fuck you. It's about human decency, about treating another human being with some level of, of respect. And that was over. The, I don't think I've ever seen anything other than, other than the Rodney King beating. I don't think I've ever seen anything that heinous on another human being on camera where you thought you were gonna get away with that with your with your issued police issued body cam going and you're obstructing your view saying he you're resisting and the guy's handcuffed already. Right. Like it it's it's jarring bro. It's scary. It's frightening, you know, but it's the world we live in, man.
0: Yeah, I was seeing that um before they released the video, like all kinds of officials were like prepping everybody for it um uh i think merrick garland said like it was going to be terrible scott i know you saw some of those what were some of the things that people were saying like to prep the public for what they were about to see
1: well it was um like yourself merrick garland uh made comments christopher ray made comments and it just seemed that uh it's frustrating um I'm sure nobody gives a shit what I think, but, but like, um, I, I mean, you know, the privilege, white privilege is a very real thing. You saw it on January 6th. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think the only time the NRA has really been ever, uh, ever come out as, uh, you know, against uh, people brandishing guns was when the black Panthers took the Sacramento Capitol. That's, I mean, like, so it's like, you know people like me have to under it's, I think what's lacking in in a lot of ways is empathy right so um I was it was jarring to see all these uh very prominent people come out and sort of try to get people to take what they were gonna see um as calmly as possible yes and it's like I'm sure that's very frustrating for those who are on the other end of that being told they need to calm down like like, yeah you ever tell your wives to or your girlfriend oh, to calm man. down like yeah. is, like uh what? no you could
0: tell because i'm still alive
1: <laughs> it's like so so there's a there's so much of that but you know um it makes me sad the whole thing makes me sad that that you had five guys concocting a story after this whole thing went down um to get to basically make this go away. Like, like as if it didn't happen, which tells you this happens all the time. Oh yeah. Um, yes. You know, uh, I struggle with it. Cause I mean, I, you know, I, I Dave, you and I have talked about this offline. It, it is, it's mind blowing that this can happen, uh, that that happened in the way it happened. And, um,
2: for a you traffic know. stop for a traffic stop, like yeah, I mean, approach the car, get out of the over. car on a traffic stop. Yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, you know, who knows that could be bullshit too. I mean, there isn't anything Dave, you've said this for the longest time and it's like, it it really resonates at, at times when watching stuff like that, there isn't a single thing that those guys said that was truthful. It just right. like nothing. Um, at some point in time, though, you know, I don't I don't know how. I got pulled over two weeks ago for going like 20 over and I didn't feel threatened, <laughs> you know, yeah. like um white privilege. Um yeah. I, I, you know, I talk to my kids about this like they're they're white boys. Um Yeah. Any. Uh, I don't know. You know, it, anyone horror. listening from New
2: Jersey knows that. You know how Virginia? I don't know how it is in Michigan. You know your license identification number is what? What? How many? How many numbers and letters you guys would
0: say? What, on the license stupid.
2: plate. No, 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 on on the actual license. It's like
0: a very short number you
2: guys have out here in Virginia, Oh no, ours is
0: ours is longer. Ours is like eight digits. Eight in
2: New Jersey, it's seventeen. You wanna know what mine's oh, is? W three one triple zero seventeen forty two You know why I know that? So many times I've been pulled over? That's why I know that number out of my, I, I know that number, if I didn't have my license on me and I got pulled over, I can give that, li- give that number to someone and they'll pull me up in the system.
0: It's uh 10 in Seriously. Virginia. Yeah. 17 yeah. in New Jersey. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is, that is part of the thing here too, is that, you know, we are used to the feelings of danger when being pulled over. And I think that what's interesting here is that because all of the police, at least the initial ones there. Um, we're all black. Mm-hmm. It almost like it, it makes it so that like it just really shows the problem with policing. Yeah, right with the yeah. institution of policing in the United States. Yeah, right. Um, you know, it's not just like oh, only white police officers will do this. No, police officers will do this. Right. And, you know, that's the thing that is just so, so disheartening here. And there's so many aspects of the story as well. One thing that I think people gloss over because it seems silly, but it's not, is that these officers work for something called the Scorpion unit. Yeah. What exactly do you think is going to happen when you name a unit the Scorpion unit? Yeah. Like, why don't you name it the Doves and Lilies unit? You know what I mean? Like name it something like the scorpion, you're just inviting, like
2: how many, how many times have, have we been out with friends or whatever, and you know, we're might like, you know, we might be smack talking in a bar or whatever, and then you get to a, a point where there's a line, right? You think if I if I saw you two of you guys beating up someone or the three of us are beating up someone and we're all right, Dave, Scott, he's had enough. At one point, someone has to be like, All right, enough. Like what what are we doing? right like, this is another human being like at, at what point he's a hundred and forty pounds yeah, but yeah.
1: I don't think they viewed him as a, a, a yeah, no. they, don't, they didn't view Ridiculous. him as a human being that's you know right and,
0: and I think 100
2: that's, yards from his house where he fucking lives
0: right and I think that's the one of the main cores of the problem here is that in general policing in the United States does not view the rest of the citizenry as like like it's almost like they view us more as enemy combatants in a land they're occupying rather than like the people they're supposed to protect and serve. Now that's not true for all the people who live here, but that's how they feel about a large number of various types of of people.
2: To say on camera, I know we got to go on some football. To say on camera, that was fun. And they're slapping high fives. No one rendered medical aid to the kid when he slumps over twice. Right. Twice. Right. Right. You know But they're, and, that's
1: the problem too. Is they're not. They're not obligated to to do that. Like, what happened? What the hell?
0: Yeah.
2: You guys remember the North Hollywood shootout? It it kind of mimicked the movie Heat. This happened. Um, shit, might be 15 years ago. It might be a little longer than that. The North they Hollywood shootout. The no, no. So two guys, two white guys, decided to get body armor. They got hopped up on some shit and they robbed the North Hollywood bank.
0: So it was heat basically. Oh, I remember this. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. and they,
2: they ended up changing what kind of weapons police carry because they were just outgunned. Like they had to go to a gun shop to get, get guns to fight these guys. Right? One of the guys, and there's a there's a there's like a picture of this that it made like national headlines. He ended up discharging the weapon under his helmet and he struck himself fatally. And there's a picture of someone took a picture of him bleeding out and the cops standing around him. His family sued the city of Los Angeles. I mean, the city of uh of um of North Hollywood, I'm sorry, they shoot the city of, of North Hollywood for some disclosed ridiculous amount of money because they were like, although he was in the act of committing a crime and he got injured, he should have been rendered aid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 you're shooting out with police, and that happens. You're shooting. You're actively like they shot out of cops. They shot. I mean, they shot the neighborhood up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> ben says you guys watched it. Yeah, it was live TV. It was insane. Oh. I remember, that that I remember it because it was yeah. so
1: shocking. I've never seen anything like that. Standing <laughs> in the street and yeah. being completely—I uh, don't care that you're shooting at me, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it just yeah. I remember that.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I, I said know. that. To, I I was saying that to say that that you know, and when it comes to um, policing, I think Dave hit it spot on because I I stopped looking at it as a white and black thing for a long time because. There are some. There are whites that that experience this as well, but not as much, right? And I don't know what it's going to take. You know, I don't know what it's going to take, but it's it's just it's frightening if 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 you are being stopped that the police would put in a false report. When George Floyd, the report that they put in after the fact was that he he was aggressive and you had to take him down and all of that kind. And of, I'm like, if there's no camera. God help you. If there's right. if there's nothing to corroborate your story, God help you. I
0: and would. honestly, I think if Tyree Nichols had lived, we never would have heard anything. There might have been a lawsuit,
2: a lawsuit, right?
0: Yeah. A settlement, some suspensions for a while, maybe a couple of them lose their jobs or something, but it wouldn't have become yeah, this it was only because he passed.
2: 140 pound guy sustaining a beating for that long. What do you think is gonna happen? Yeah, <laughs> what do you think is gonna happen? And
1: and, and, then and historically, then, what I mean, like historically, you know, think. 25 years ago, there's no cameras like the way oh, there are now. Yeah. How many people, how many people have died? Yeah. Uh, because or, they or, or re- or got planted them, drugs uh,
2: on them or whatever. And they're sitting in yeah. jail to this day.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I don't know how you segue from that, man, but I just had to get that. Uh
0: right. Well, let me see here. I don't believe what the police are telling me. Uh, how do I, how can I transition this into I can't believe the 49ers had to play with no quarterbacks. Yeah there's no really a uh, there's there's not really good a good way. Um but Cleve I don't want to transition into f- a football just quite yet I do want to I do want to hear more about the trip out to about out to Las Vegas um because he did post some pictures on social with a couple interesting people.
1: Uh oh <laughs> <laughs> so um
2: well you guys knew well Dave knew offline I don't I don't know if Scott Scott knew so I um Our our company had uh, two keynote speakers that um that know our our owner very well, and uh, it was Brian Billick and the um, uh, former Atlanta Atlanta Falcons coach, um, Mike. Can never can can never because I called him Mike White. He's like, no, I'm I'm not Mike White. That's your
0: (laughs) no. Yeah, his name is White Mike. No, it's uh (laughs) at least you didn't call him that. No, it's Mike Smith. Mike Smith. Hey, at least uh, you didn't call Mr. 28 to 3. No, nah, no, nah, they they were
2: <laughs> man. See. Or was that Dan Quinn? That
0: would have been that would have been worse. <laughs> I think man, it was Dan Quinn.
2: Yeah. But um, <laughs> in all seriousness, the uh when we walked in, these guys made the rounds and met everyone at the at the you know, it's about 48 of us. They shook hands, sat down with us for a couple of minutes and talked. One of my co-workers played a little ball in the CFL, so like they, they he knew some guys that that um that Mike had coached and we talked you know they talked t- t- talk football, but their message was like a corporate message, but it was it was football related, and they talked about salary caps and guaranteed contract. It was it was a great great comment. I wish people could have could have um have heard it. Uh, I got a cool picture online with it, Scott. I think I'll send you, I'll send you a copy of it. It's kind of cool, like they're towering yeah. over me,
1: <laughs> but um
2: <laughs> very very interesting. And obviously I also met the Don. <laughs> and the Don Don was a good time, man. Don was
0: a good time. And how how'd you enjoy the burgers at Bobby Flay?
2: Well, I well I had the chicken sandwich, which was, okay. was a little a little too salty for my taste, but it was actually good. Um, but the buttermilk fr- um buttermilk butter milk, um, onion rings were really good. That Don told me to get. So uh don he, he's uh he's exactly well he's better than advertised but he's exactly how i pictured him <laughs> to be like anyone that puts eight packs of ketchup like pour it out on a tray yeah. to dip yeah. i'm like All right, Don how many how many more ketchups you're gonna open he's just like give him a bottle him a fucking bottle or
0: something as, <laughs> as many as it takes son what do you what do you want
2: yeah. You got to sop it up there or whatever, but it's a good time, man. We, we talked a lot. Um, we didn't talk about you, obviously, you know, but we talked about a lot and how he ended up out there and it was mm-hmm. interesting. A friend of mine joined us for lunch, so we had a good time. So definitely if I'm out there again, I'm going to see him. And when he comes out here, um, I, I would hope that I can get a chance to, um, to go dinner with them again.
0: Yeah. And, um, I mean, that's, uh, that's great. I'm glad you guys were able to, uh, um, to, to get together and, Decided not to spend all your time talking shit about me. I, I appreciate that. Um, uh, so you mentioned, you did mention though that you were on a bit of a heater while you're out there. Did you do any betting? Did you, you know,
2: I didn't. I didn't bet any football because I had a funny feeling. I, I was going to bet 49ers, but I had a funny feeling something was going to happen. Either Nick Bosa gets hurt or McCaffrey gets hurt. I didn't think of Purdy getting hurt, but then when it happened, I'm like, they were going to throw the kitchen sink at this kid. He's facing, you know, and he's in hostile territory. Blitz is going to be dialed up on his kid left and right. And I'm like, it was just a matter of time. And um, obviously the injury uh, may actually change the trajectory of his career because he's got, he's probably going to have Tommy, um, Tommy John surgery. Like this is, it's like a year out now. Yeah. So so Trey Lance could sit a little easier, you know, and they're probably going to shop for Tom or, or, or Rogers or whoever, but uh, it gives Trey Lance a, a fighting chance to get back in that lineup again.
1: So that's well, what he, people are talking about today: is Brady to San Francisco, and Lance to Tennessee. Hmm. That's oh. that'll be the lot. same
2: as that'll be same as what they got now with with Malik. And you know, Vrabel not going for that.
0: Lance is a much better prospect than
1: Malik <laughs> Willis.
2: I I think I think is still not going to want a, a guy um, who's going to run like that.
1: Yeah, I that that confused me when I heard that, but um, yeah, Ben's right. I'm not sure that it's so much that Vrabel wants Lance. I think it's more the 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 GM um, or the other other you know powers that be there. But um, it's just int- I find it, it that whole thing interests me from uh, from this standpoint. That Pur- Purdy played pretty well, but he didn't do anything. Yeah, you know, I mean, he just ran their offense, mm-hmm. and if you run their, if you run that offense and you get the ball on time in the short areas to the players, who, you know, what I mean, like you're, that's Tom Brady, and when you describe, the, you know, what you need to do with that Dink and Dunk offense, that's Brady in a nutshell. But yeah. I still find it, you know, hard to believe that they would move Lance after giving up what they gave up for him. Um, after essentially a year like
2: I think it's to get pieces. He hasn't been healthy. Yeah, right? he hasn't been healthy and he hasn't. um Well, the, the sample size is still it's still, you know, it's still to be yeah. desired. Like what, yeah. what, do, what do we really have
0: here? Right. But yeah. if you're a team, if you're a team that, that needs a quarterback but did too well to be able to draft one of the top ones this year, trading a second and a fourth for Lance is a no brainer. The Jets yeah. should do it. The yeah. Giants should do it like. Yeah. You know, any if it one of those teams. the
1: lions don't do it, I will punch my cat.
0: <laughs> don't.
2: Allegedly, don't
1: say that <laughs> online. And Allegedly. that's not a euphemism. <laughs> um and no, I don't no, I'm kidding about the cat, but seriously, if that's all it takes is a second and a fourth. Yeah. Come on.
2: Dave could be right, right man. I mean oh, Dave. That's the perfect scenario because again, you you know the offense and 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 to your point, Scott, if if Purdy could do that, imagine a Brady or a Rogers, yeah, executing yeah. with those guys, and that, and that team is built to win now. Yes.
0: Or Fields.
2: No. Mm, yes. They, I, I don't think yeah. the Bears would part with him. I was on. I was on. No,
0: the, no, no. The, the 49ers passed on him when they took Lance.
2: Oh, 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 yeah. Because I was on a plane with um. Some Bears fans and you know we're talking football and stuff and you know, I asked them how they felt about fields and they were they were like, you know, they're buying in. Yeah,
0: they're he's the only in. good player on the team, I bet yeah, so.
1: Yeah, they're they're <laughs> buying in. They're
0: probably not buying it a Byron Pringle.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> or oh.
1: Claypool for the pick thirty two.
0: Oh my God. Yeah, that's awful. Uh, we'll be talking about that in the off season with uh, how you should and shouldn't be using draft capital. So yeah. So 49 or seven at the Eagles, 31, the Eagles are favored by two and a half. So needless to say, they covered uh, this spread. Um, official predictions going into the game. I had Philly 31 to 14. So I was pretty close. Uh, Cleve had San Francisco 28 to 24, but of course uh, we did not anticipate that the 49ers have to play with, with no quarterbacks. Now, I think, though, that a couple things here. I think we can safely say that Kyle Shanahan is a really good coach. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The 49ers have now made their third NFC title game in four years.
1: I, can, Eight, I, yes. can I? Yes. Real quick. He he seemed completely unprepared in the beginning phases of that game. There is no way, no way, situational football-wise, that you don't challenge that throw on fourth down. Period. No way. That's a game-changing play. I don't know why they allowed Devontae Smith to get up and for him to uh, display, hey, we need to snap the ball super fast on this one and not challenge it. I know they didn't get views or whatever, but just situationally, I don't care if you lose a timeout or a challenge on that first drive. It's fourth down. That's a huge play. Yeah, and
0: I, I agree with you. Um, but I, I there's a couple counterpoints. One, the catch was awesome, so it should stand it, on the ground said it's awesome.
1: It wasn't a catch.
0: <laughs> but it was awesome. It was <laughs> whatever it was. <laughs> um, no, I have a note here for that. Uh Smith makes a 30-yard catch, fourth and three. Eagles rush to the line, you get the next play. Gotta throw the challenge flag there, especially in the first half. Right. You can lose a uh timeout in, in the first half. Another thing, too, is that it was Devontae Smith himself who was yelling at them to hurry up. Yeah. That's – in poker, we call that a tell.
1: Throw the flag. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
0: That's definitely what happened there. The Eagles went out to score a touchdown on that drive, and it was the very next series where Purdy got hurt. Yeah. Um, now, Shepter says that Purdy suffered a torn uh, ulterior cruciate ligament. So, is the closest thing that we have to a doctor – Ah, uh, you mentioned Tommy John surgery. Is that what this is? Is this the same problem that the pitchers have?
1: Yeah,
2: and if you're if you make a living throwing throwing anything for a living, you need that stuff. You need. I mean, at at a high level of a of an NFL athlete, you need that stuff. I mean, that's you know, you're through, I mean, you're not throwing a football. I mean, you're not throwing a football at eighty miles an hour, or a hundred yeah. miles an hour, but you still have to get it get it arc it downfield. Mm-hmm. So, uh, his 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 arm. Um, I always thought about that. You know how they protect the knees of a quarterback? Yeah. Do they protect when they're, if they're other than like, if they're going to complete a pass and they call it, you know, is he in a throwing motion when you're winding up way back and someone just comes blindside and torch that down. Is there protection against that as a, as an NFL player or that's all, that's all fair game that you can wing a guy like that.
0: I think, I think it's fair. I think it's, yeah, it's fair game, but the defender should be going for the ball in that case. Yeah. And so it should just be sort of bad. including on this one. Um, uh, Redick was going Hassan Redick was going for the ball here, right? Mm-hmm. He yeah. just couldn't get there quite enough, so he got Purdy on the arm instead. But he was like yeah. trying to hit him on the arm, he was trying to hit the ball. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I I couldn't imagine be, what that kind be of pain to that's
1: gonna be. to to get the, to, to go after the arm if you can't get to the ball. I mean it's it's just it's just what you do, you know. Get the ball out of there. So
2: yeah, yeah Paul, I agree.
0: It, yeah, Paul. Paul says Paul says that uh, Tommy John surgery isn't career ending, um, but but so out. you might be okay. But losing an entire year. Now I saw six months.
1: I think the recovery time is a little different for football for quarterbacks than it is for baseball players. Yeah, because there's okay, not I quite so, as much too. torque on the elbow. Um. So yeah, but I mean, you're still talking about.
2: You know. Significant time missed. I mean you're gonna long, miss camp.
1: Yeah, you're talking about a lot of time. Yeah, you're gonna and, miss camp. Uh a guy who was behind anyway. I don't
0: <laughs> we're in agreement here, Scott. You just missed the show last week. We're in agreement.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm a pretty guy, so I, I sucks to see this happen to him, but I think he's put enough of a sample size to say that he that he is a a a a ball player who's coachable and who can do what needs to be done as far as like, he's not going to get creative and go rogue on you and make a ton yeah. of mistakes. He's just going to, here's the game plan execute it for me.
0: Yes. Congratulations to Brock Purdy. He will make $57 million over the next 14 years backing up around, around yeah. the league. Most likely. Yeah. He, yeah.
1: You know. He'll be a nice. Yeah. I mean, he's a nice player to have because you know that you can, you know that you can run an offense with him. Yeah. Yeah. It, just, but, He got a ton of he's got a ton of luck, yeah. um, In the last little while, he has he has made some bad choices. He uh,
2: it's expected. He's still a rookie,
1: yeah. Whether he got picked
2: first or last, he's still a rookie. So so he gets a for me at least. Speaking not for you guys, speaking for me, he gets a pass because again, you know, like to to not have a horrendous year because we've seen guys, Zach Zach. We've seen guys have. I'm like, holy shit! Like, yeah. Do you know how to hold a football?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean he, he deserves a ton of credit. He, you know, as the last pick in the draft, he obviously can play. It's just I he's limited. He's I ca- agree with
2: that, Paul. I 100% agree with that.
0: Yeah, Paul says that Purdy and Mitchell will be the two best backups in the league for for 15 years. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's exactly what he's destined for. Which means that he has played, you know, better than than anybody expected for him. He's also in the best possible scenario, too to come mm-hmm. in and do something like, honestly, yeah. as long as you aren't garbage, you could probably have some, some amount of success on, on San Francisco right now. I mean, the defense is great. The players around you are fantastic. I
2: mean, if Gino can get this many years in the league, come, come on.
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I don't, and you, Cleve, you say I'm a pretty guy. Well, I'm a pretty guy too. But the thing is, is that like, that's, what seems like I'm a Mahomes guy, right? <laughs> like there's, 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 no, there's levels.
2: Well, when I say that, Yeah, you're right. When we say that, we we say it two different ways. I love the underdog. I love a guy that can just come out of nowhere. And like I said, he wasn't world beating. He wasn't. But he did enough for when he got picked last pick in the draft. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of a Mr. Relevant in any position doing anything of being relevant.
0: Was it some big time kicker or Mr. Relevant one time? Was it like Chip Low Miller or somebody, uh, Mr. Relevant?
2: I probably looked that up, but I. I but <laughs> again, to my point, I don't know any yeah. of any guy, right? You know that. Um, I mean he he put a spotlight on himself, like you, like we said, at least he can play a little bit of ball, and we we've seen it again. You know, people say the record, you know, it was against vanilla defenses, whatever. But those those are guys are still paid to play. He
1: still put him in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. It's because remarkable. they could
2: have. Yeah, because they could have missed the window, big time. You
0: know yes, right? but if you recall. All the way back when Jimmy G first got hurt on this show, I asked you, Cleve, if you thought that Purdy coming in for Jimmy G lowered the ceiling for the 49ers. I remember. And you said yes. And I said no, because it's still the NFC Championship game and went through, like, all the reasons why. Yeah. So to me, in my opinion, Purdy got them as far as he still should have gotten them. Mm-hmm. Like anybody who isn't just absolutely, I would even think Zach Wilson should get them to the NFC title game. Like,
2: you're, you're you're really, you're really reaching for that one.
0: No, I'm saying like (laughs) anybody, anybody, uh, David Blau, like it doesn't matter. Like, just throw it to Debo and hand it to CMC. Like, so Purdy did very well and he did even better than expected. But as far as where the team got, like, unless you had like a truly, like, Mitch Trubisky probably gets him there too, right? Like, you just gotta, not be horrific
2: so the reason the reason i discount the zach i i get what you're saying i discount the zach notion is because that zach destroyed the team like well that's true because it was because of zach that we didn't go anywhere yeah <laughs> that, that that's defense true balled out. That, that defense sold out but again if your quarterback can't produce so again he's a i guess what you're trying to say that anyone with a live enough arm and some competency can get in there and and do what they need to do because there's so many things around them, so many pieces, right. defense, offense, you know, special teams. You know, I get what you're
0: saying. Uh, Scott, we had a punt hit the wire in this game that everybody on the field saw hit the wire, except somehow the officials. And this ended up not mattering in the end, but it did cost the Eagles 40 yards of field position.
1: Yeah. Do we want? To, we don't. Do we want to get into the officiating? Well,
0: I'm just setting it up because it's going to be a lot more important in the next game. It's, um, but it was horrific all the way around. And if this game had been close, them costing the Eagles half the field, yeah, when everybody saw that ball hit the wire, like, would have they actually been important. This is something that people aren't talking about right now. I it, must have missed that. What? What?
2: I must have missed that.
0: Eagles punted. Ball hits the um, uh, ball hits the wire. The but camera, on the play, the camera thing. Yeah. yeah,
1: one of those. Wow.
0: Yeah. Now, and the, the ball goes
1: like up in the air and then sideways. Right. Ooh,
0: so
2: it, it, it pings off
0: of it. Yes. It's and it. then on top of that, the Eagles picked up a 15 yard penalty on the play. Right. Ooh. So you get a shanked punt with a 15 yard penalty on top of it. But since it hit the wire, the whole play should be a do over because the foul was on a personal foul. So it doesn't count either. So they just get to punt it again. Yeah, is right. that in the rule book
2: or are you are you, are you yeah. advocating for that to be no that's
0: exactly that is the rule. No,
2: that's that's what they said. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. And so they go to review it and they can't they can't conclusively determine that the ball hit the wire, whereas like wait a minute, everybody like, knew this I ball mean, hit the wire.
2: I mean, they they're watching video of this,
0: yeah. yeah they
2: trying to find video,
0: they and the most the most amazing thing too is that when the ball hits the wire, the entire eagle sideline goes like this at once. So, either that's perfectly orchestrated for when there's a shanked punt, or like clearly they all saw the ball hit the wire.
2: I mean, like, they're there. Like, they saw it in real time. Right. Like, like, what the right. fuck?
0: Wow. Yeah. So the officiating is going to keep coming up, and the NFL has a real officiating problem in that um oh, they're all garbage.
1: Years. For years.
0: Now, they've, there allowed is some-
1: this, they've allowed this thing to fester. Like, they're yeah. not employees of the NFL, and therefore it gives us all a reason to think something's fishy here. Yeah, it doesn't, you know, something doesn't add up to all this. Um you know, like there's so much money. Uh the NFL the NFL's created a problem with all the betting, they really have. Yes, because now it appears that you know things are weird uh,
2: in the next game. I got something for that. I know exactly I know exactly where you're yeah, going, Scott.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly and
0: the thing too is that like for those of us who are into gambling and stuff, like we know the games aren't rigged or anything like that, but the one group of people, the one group of people involved with this league that you could conceivably get at would be the officials. So like you can't have them be horribly incompetent. <laughs> um, which is what keeps happening here. Now, speaking of horribly incompetent, and I hate to say this because this is my guy, and I know this is Cleve's guy and has always been Cleve's guy, Jalen Hurts was ass and a half in this game.
1: <laughs> he was absolutely he was was atrocious. Tight.
0: 15 of 25 for 121 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. 11 carries 39 yards and the one quarterback sneak touchdown. It's a good thing the 49ers played half the game with no quarterbacks.
1: I think yeah. I mean, yeah, it reminded me of his early time um in college. Mm-hmm. Everything was overthrown with no yep. touch.
2: Maybe he was juiced, man. You know, yeah, like I emotions so
1: tight. Like uh he played to me. It looked he was very very tight.
0: If he Where's plays that? this way in the Super Bowl, they will lose by 50. Yeah. It was really bad. Like, and not just the incomplete, just the way he was missing. Like, he's yep. lucky there wasn't a pick six or two in there. Right. So he, I mean. It,
2: yeah. It looks like he tried to win a Heisman on every throw. Like he's. <laughs> yeah.
0: Missed A.J. Brown for what would have been a long touchdown. Missed him again for that should have been a pick six. Like, just really. um really bad all, all the way around from him. Now, he admitted before the game that he was not 100%. I don't know if he's going to be 100% for the Super Bowl, but it doesn't matter. He's going to have to play a lot more than that. Um, Christian McCaffrey had an awesome touchdown in this game, explosive, and then went full Earl Campbell on Malcolm Epps. This poor guy gets obliterated. And then, uh, Earl then, Campbell. <laughs> and then CMC just sprints right to the end zone. And you know what? I still wouldn't take CMC in the first round of the NFL draft.
2: Because you have a running back, you have a running back bias You hate running backs because you think you could get them anywhere.
0: Right. You can replace the production for later. All I'm saying is CMC is awesome.
2: He's a and Swiss Army Knife. He's, he's a Russia Falk. Like he he's yeah. one you, of those guys.
1: All right. Confession time for you, Dave. You don't do you think Bijan is a first round pick? In no, no running
0: back's a first round pick.
2: Scott, hey, I've been it's dealing with I've been great for guys years. <laughs> Scott, trust me, don't even waste your breath arguing. The guy I went errors, the guy just he does not
0: value value the value replacement at the position. The, the Cowboys took Zeke like fourth overall, and Zeke was fine for a while. He's you know a fullback now. He was fine for a while. The same draft Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry go in the second round. You can get great running backs later. You should not invest first round capital. If you have the 18th overall pick and you want to take Bijan Robinson, you should be able to trade back and still take him. And if he's not there, somebody else made a mistake, right? Right. You do not need to invest that level of capital on a running back because you can replace the production so much later. Aaron Jones, fifth round. Kareem Hunt, like the fifth round. You can get good running backs later. You do not need them. The best teams don't have great running backs. The Chiefs' running backs are not good. The Bills' running backs are not good. The Eagles' running backs are not that because, great. It's
2: because the league is a pass-happy league now. But in the 80s, early 90s, even to the mid-90s, a running back a running back was – it. That running game, well, a running game defines your your. Uh, you can slow people down, you know. Right. Like the Jerome, you know, Jerome Bettis, just start running him. Start all running I'm him. saying. John Riggins, like, come on, man.
1: All I'm saying is, with the 31st pick in the draft, when the Eagles take some some fucking goofball from <laughs> fuck wherever the <laughs> fuck they take them, you're telling me that you're high if you don't think Bijan is a better. <laughs> Come
0: on! <laughs> it's it, not that uh, he's not a better prospect, right? It's not that he's not a better prospect. It's that right? it, like the, the value,
2: yeah, it, right. That's that's the where, best, yeah. Go ahead, Khalif. No, no, that's what you're. He's been saying that to me since I've known him before PF. Since I've I've known Dave about five years now, and we we talked football way before this show came about. And I he, get all his that. argument. I yeah, he doesn't hate running back. He just hate the position is not what it was. It's and, true. And he's not going to invest draft capital in a in a running back.
0: Bijan John Robinson is not a better running back prospect than Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley was overdrafted.
2: I agree with that. I Well, not the Bijan thing, because I, I don't know who the fuck he is, but the, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I watch guys when they get to the NFL. Um, but, um, yeah, the Saquon thing again, you know, I wouldn't have went that high as well. Scott, Scott stuff.
0: Yeah. Know. No, you should not take a running backs in, in the first round. Right. Um. You just, again, so Jimmy you, Brown
2: comes out, Jimmy, J, Jim Brown comes out. You want to take Jim Brown? In, no, I, I no, mean,
0: because I'll just take, I will literally nuts. just take, I will rather just take Dalvin Cook in the second round, right? Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can get great running backs later in the draft. Alvin Kamara, third, Jameer Gibbs is going to go in the second round of this draft. Just take Junior Gibbs in the second round. Like you can replace the production so much closer later. The Bills literally have no player at running back. They're really good. Most of the best teams don't have great running backs. Aside from San One Francisco, who the had a why trade the Bills for them.
1: No longer in the playoffs is because they have no running game. You're Thank right. You you're, you're right. Thank it's you definitely Scott.
0: Isaiah Pacheco and Miles <laughs> Sanders are the reason why those teams are in the Super Bowl. It's <laughs> definitely the running back position that put Kansas City and Philly there.
2: That fucking guy. What that fucking guy just said. Well, there's no
0: there's no good running backs between the, like, there's like six, and there's no good ones, right? Miles Sanders is a second-rounder. Kenny Gaywell is a fifth-rounder. They're the same person. It does not matter. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was a first-rounder. Isaiah Pacheco was a seventh-rounder, and now Edwards-Hilaire is inactive, and Pacheco's getting carries for Jarek McKinnon, who was a third-rounder. Like, it doesn't matter. You can have the best running back in the league, Derrick Henry. They, have they ever even made an AFC title game? Like you build your entire team around him. It, it literally does not matter. So no, you should not take a player who literally does not matter in the first round. Even though Bijan Robinson is awesome,
1: mm-hmm. Scott. I got nothing.
2: <laughs> he's saving. He's saving it for the draft. For the for the draft offseason stuff. I think I
0: I think Scott's trying to prep that the Lions might take Bijan at 18. No, I don't, I don't to-
1: know what they're gonna do. I just I think so. I think what you're saying is very is uh is very um I mean I understand what you're saying and I agree with you for the most part, but I think Bijan does things that no other running back can do mm-hmm. and has done in a long time. And yeah. whether you value that or not, that's that's where it is.
0: Right. The two best running backs in the league are Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb. Now we can make fun of the Bills all we want for not making the Super Bowl, but where the hell are the Titans and Browns?
1: Well,
2: there's nothing else. Those teams suck, though. That. Yeah, the team
0: sucks.
1: Nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying yeah. draft Bijan in the top five. Yes, and go to the Super Bowl.
0: Right. Nobody's the team sucks that. because those picks probably should have been wide receivers
1: Without or pass doubt.
0: rushers. If
2: yeah. If they had Derek Henry on the Chiefs,
0: it would it wouldn't matter. His production wouldn't be there because they're the Chiefs. They're not running him eighty-seven times a game, right? Because when you, once you start building around, that's what I'm saying. The production can be replaced. It can be replaced. You don't. You just you just don't need it. Like you don't need to invest all that capital in a running back. You get eighty-five percent of the same production from somebody you could take in the fifth round.
1: But do you do you really think there's a, that big of a difference in capital from a late first to a mid second? Really?
0: Yes. The uh, Chiefs have almost no wide receivers, which we're about to get to. The wide receivers are Juju Smith-Schuster and Marcus valdes scantling and pretty much dust balls. They took Clyde edwards hilaire and the next pick was T. Higgins. Yeah, they screwed it was
1: up. A terrible pick. Yeah, that edwards right. hilaire pick. It was a bad pick.
0: Yeah. And now they could have taken Swift or Jonathan Taylor and gotten a better player. But T Higgins would still mean more to the team and T Higgins is more valuable in the league than Jonathan Taylor. Because T Higgins is it is a wide receiver one. He's got Chase on the same team, but he's a wide receiver one. That's more valuable than a running back one. I'd rather have the worst wide receiver one than the best running
1: back. But let's we hmm. to do this fair, we probably should go over the entire second round of that draft and not no offense, but not just cherry pick one player. I just pick the next person. Okay.
0: Right. Like you don't draft five foot nine corners with Randy Moss on board and you don't draft Clyde Edwards, Solaire with T. Higgins on board. You should not actually draft a running back while there's still viable wide receiver prospects because there will be viable running back prospects in the sixth round.
1: That's true, but in this particular draft, there are very few viable wide receiver prospects. There just are. This is a weird draft. This is a very weird draft. Dijon
0: Robinson should not go before Zay Flowers.
1: Okay, where are we at on our bets? (laughs) I'm just waiting for Eli to get that
0: auto into the Hall of Fame.
1: (laughs) Okay, can we go double or nothing on what you just said?
0: No, we can't go double or nothing on that. Somebody could get a, hurt in the combine. I'll give
1: you a three to one, four to one, five. Guys. You can let me keep going. We're gonna.
0: <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. I think some NFL team will absolutely will absolutely take a running back too high. I mean, look at the Steelers with Najee Harris. Man, did that really help? Yeah. It's such it's a good thing they did that.
1: But that's like, a very bad team. So I'm not I'm not advocating for a very bad team to make a horrific pick. And they're bad
0: teams because they draft running backs too high
1: sometimes, but but sometimes it's also you drafted a running back three years ago and now you've extended him for eight years. That is stupid. Yes, when you draft a running back, here's the here's what you're where I agree with what you're saying. When you draft a running back, your mentality should be he is a one contract player for us, yep, and we are moving on. Period. Which
0: means which means you are giving up the value of using the first-round pick on a player you can lock up long-term.
1: Maybe, but... It's all another reason not to, to, one to take
0: one in the first round.
1: You, the chances you're locking up a first-round player long-term are, are not all that great.
0: Yeah, but when it hits, it hits for real.
1: Well, for sure. That's why
0: you take quarterbacks early. Right. That's why you should not be wasting it on a position you get later. My blood pressure be, is a trillion right now. You shouldn't be taking tight ends I that early either. <laughs> Right, you get, you get good tight ends later. Yes. Um, anyways, that's uh, that's bring uh, that's that's bring let's bring, bring Cleve back in to uh, um, to wrap up this game here. Uh, Cleve, the game ended with a huge fight, <laughs> and uh, Trent, Trent Williams has those hands. What'd you think oh. of his technique? Eh,
2: did you see man? it for a big man? I, I didn't see, I saw the highlighter, I didn't see it live. I, it was, I think awesome. I was leaving. I was leaving. The, I was leaving one area to get to another part of the casino.
0: <laughs> even even Endomic and Sue was like, maybe we should just talk this out. <laughs> wow. Hug <laughs> <laughs>
1: it out. hug it out. I'll he did out. look like, uh shit, what's happening?
0: Yeah, when when Endomic and Sue is seeking the diplomatic solution, you know, you mean that business, like. <laughs> I, I would I I'd rather fight Cleve blindfolded than, than fight Trent Williams. <laughs> like, yeah, was that man was serious? He's going to get fined a lot of money. He might even get suspended yeah. for like the first game next year. Yeah, whatever. Yeah.
2: No, it's prime time game like that. You can't have that.
0: But there were there were some Eagles involved here too. Um, either shoving him or rushing off the bench or whatever. Uh, Cleve, do you think that there should be any discipline for any Eagles players? Uh, going into the Super
2: Bowl. Uh, yes, but. I mean, again, uh, I mean, it's a big game coming up. It's a big game you're in. You gotta, you gotta compose, guys. You gotta compose because, again, all eyes are, or eyes are on this product. The shield is like, hey, we got, you know, we can't have this stuff.
0: Yeah, no, agreed. Uh, anything else in that game, Scott?
1: No, not really. I think I derailed things. I apologize. Let's move on. <laughs> that's that's, the, that's the, all right. Uh, we'll get us back on the rails.
2: <laughs> I, I just want to say, like to put Josh in at a spot like that and expected him to do what?
0: Oh, Josh Johnson?
2: Josh Johnson, yeah. Like he I mean, he just got to the team, right? I can't remember when he got there.
0: A few weeks ago when Purdy became the starter. That he's guy, been there a couple months.
1: So I would have I would have just went wildcat. That guy in that scenario.
0: Yeah. Well, the other thing, the other, other, things, the it, other so. thing yeah. The other thing too is that Jawan Jennings, the wide receiver, yes, was a like four and a half star quarterback prospect coming out of high school. Cleve, He was ranked in that recruiting class ahead of Sam Darnold, Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow. Wow. Like to me, if you need an emergency quarterback, like this dude can at least throw it.
2: So, so to Scott's point, then, then you didn't practice every scenario, then, like you didn't say, you know what, in case Purdy gets hurt, what do we do? You know, or it's like, yeah, I think I think I now understand what, what you meant by that, Scott. Like, you know, not the game management part of it, but it's like, hey, what what is our next man up policy look like if this guy goes down? Because, again, it's a big game. It's in Philly. I'm expecting them to blitz the hell out of Purdy. You know, they're going to see he's, he's, some exotic blitzes. He's going to see guys coming at him from from every direction.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, It was bound to happen that he's going to get knocked out.
1: And even, even after Johnson was in there for a couple drives, it was very obvious that it ain't working. It's not going to work. He kept on, he kept on kind of trying to leave the throughout, you know, out the back door of the pocket, which is just death. Yeah. If you're a quarterback and he kept doing, and it. it's like, this ain't going to work. It's just not. Yeah. And he's like,
0: and he's like 97 years old. So he definitely knows he should not be doing that.
2: I'll tell you what the guy, I can never get his name. The guy that, uh, both had no pressures or no sacks on this. Lane um, Johnson? Um, yeah. Fucking yeah. animal out
0: there, bro. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Brick wall. Yeah.
0: yeah. Lane Johnson's really good. And so it's Lane and with,
2: Dickerson with, next to him. With a torn pector. Yeah. I think he had a torn. That dude.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he had some issues. But it's interesting because the Eagles are old. This is their window. They're kind of at the end.
0: They're young in the parts that are the most important, though. They have a young quarterback and two young stud wide receivers. They can. Put together and Holy keep nice. replenishing for for the rest of the day. Are but you
1: trying to upset me, Dave?
0: No, Jalen Hurts <laughs> is twenty five, AJ Brown is twenty six, and Devontae Smith is like twenty four. They're Lane young Brown at the most important positions. Like
1: 1, 000, yeah, right. <laughs> and Jason Kell or whatever his name, Kell the Kelsey Center is like maybe fifteen hundred. He yeah, he started Moses was the quarterback of his high school football team.
0: I mean, <laughs> <what> the <laughs> hell, <laughs> Olu Olu with Timmy is currently projected to be like a fifth round pick in the draft. They a, like they, they screw up offense, all the time. So to be honest, you know, yeah. the
1: middle of the field would just part. For, <laughs> like,
0: for Boston Scott. Here's the thing: <laughs> the Eagles have clearly shown, with the exception of taking Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson, that they know what they're doing in the draft. They'll yeah. go out and draft some more offensive linemen and, and be fine,
1: right? You know what I expect but, them to do? I expect them to package pick thirty one and 10 and come up and get Jalen Carter and pair him with Jordan Davis and <laughs> good luck.
0: Yeah. Seriously. Or just, Stan, or just stamp at, take a couple of linemen. Cause you know, you're going to need them in a year or two. Right. And so you get them in and boom, there you go. Like, you know, either way, they're going to have something they can do, but what you, what's really hard to do is to find AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Jalen hurts.
1: That and they got that and they're young. Yep.
0: So the but most important part of the really team,
1: they old, got, old, I mean, old, old, yeah, it's an old team.
0: Yes, but if you got a good quarterback and two good young wide receivers,
1: and a great tight end,
0: yes, you got a core. You got the core of your team that you need right there. Okay, moving on to the next game, All Scott. Right. Scott. Um, <laughs> Bengals twenty at the Chiefs twenty three. Bengals are favored by one and a half. So uh, the Chiefs obviously um, pulled off the upset here. Official predictions: I had the the Chiefs winning twenty seven to twenty four. Uh, Cleve had Cincinnati winning 35 to 31. So Cleveland Fortune went 0 for 2. Um, <laughs> going into That's
1: probably why he didn't gamble on football in Vegas,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, now game theory interest, interesting in this game. Uh, Cleve, there were four touchdowns scored in this game on those touchdown drives. How many of them featured a fourth down conversion? <laughs> Oh, so there shit. were four, t- yeah, there were four touchdown drives. How many of them had a fourth down conversion? None. All of them.
2: Everybody went for it.
0: Right. Every single touchdown in this game was scored on a drive where the offense converted a fourth down. Go was for it. Was there
1: a terrible call involved?
0: Ah, uh, yes. There were many terrible calls involved in this game, including one situation where I can't quite figure out the uh, Chiefs got a fifth down
2: because the mics went out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I couldn't quite figure out exactly why or how if that was legal. Like I had not what seen happened? that before. Go ahead, Kleef.
2: <laughs> so they were they uh Chiefs was on it was fourth and um I can't remember third. the distance, fourth and third. The third and, and something. Yeah, and uh ball snaps did uh was it a sack?
1: Uh no, it was incompletion.
2: incompletion. Is this the one where so, the
1: officials tried to stop the play?
2: Well they they said that they took, the mics went out so we didn't cuz I had talked to a guy that was at the game at the airport and they yeah. said the the stadium mics went like you couldn't hear the ref cuz you couldn't hear him on TV Yeah they, yeah, they, yeah. So they couldn't hear him in the stadium either but then they spotted the ball
1: <laughs> like a foot different right Yeah yeah Okay I know what you're I'm like, are I'm, like yeah.
2: I'm like is this a glitch in the matrix like what happened like did something just glitch cuz I'm like how how was that a conversion it was just fourth and like fourth and four or fourth and three or whatever it was. And then the ball gets advanced. That's why I thought it was a sack. I am like, what happened?
1: So yeah. on that play, um, the officials are trying to, so the, the official came in and, and screwed it up. He said, when he placed the ball, he said the words, uh, start the clock on my signal, but yeah. it was a dead ball. So the, the so it wasn't, spo- the clock was not supposed to start. So official, a mile away comes running in and try to stop the play from happening. But the official at the bottom of the screen was doing the same thing. So the play was stopped before it started. Nobody knew and Kansas city snapped the ball incomplete pass. They gave him the down over again and then called, was it Eli Apple? Yes, of course. For holding. And it was just, it just feels like that's so shitty. They did try to stop the play. They did. It feels, you like you just it, some,
2: it feels like it's rigged. Sometimes I don't. I don't. I don't quite. And I got. I'm not advocating that. I'm just saying. I'm
1: like, what the fuck? No, it so, definitely feels fishy. Yeah. So here's.
0: So again, for any listeners who might not know this, this is why uh, professional sports in North America aren't rigged. The amount of money that the players and coaching staff and all that make would mean that the amount of money they would need to be bribed in order to try to pull something funny like this. Would be so high that in order to get enough money down to bet to win to make it worth it is literally impossible, right? So that's
1: Think about about like how you would. All right, so if you want to rig a game for a team to win by four points, how in the hell do you do that?
0: Like, right, and so
2: miss you miss four fucking field goals,
1: right? Like the Cowboys. But let's
0: say let's say let's say though (laughs) that you. Um, that you want to bribe Patrick Mahomes to go and lose the AFC title game on purpose, right? He makes $50 million a year. If he gets caught, he's going to lose all of that coming forward. So you would need to at least cover what he's got coming up. And then you have to cover the fact that he probably doesn't want to lose the game. Then you have to actually convince him to do it. So you're probably looking at 700 million to bribe him.
2: They, probably more a bribe a yeah. bribe is a bribe and I'm from jersey a bribe is not necessarily monetarily he be like I'll kill your kid make this happen yes. like, I'll kill your kid well wow, this yes. is
0: dark but yeah. but the risk <laughs> but the risk the other way is too is too high right like there's no there's no reason for anybody to do that the risk is too high and again because you couldn't get enough money down like let's say let's say somebody wanted to do that they wanted to threaten Mahomes' family to get him to comply the amount of money that they'd still have to be able to get down to win to justify taking that risk is still not worth it for the person making the threats in that case,
1: right? Do you think, do you think he would accept it if it was somebody trying to kill his brother? Seriously? I'm sorry. I did, I obviously, obviously
2: did. Obviously, <laughs> if there's a gun to my head, Dave's like, well, fuck it, man. I can't.
1: I can't. I gotta put my money down. There's nothing I can do. Right. My hands are tied. Thanks,
0: Dave. Yeah. Listen, I already took Cleveland best ball, you know so what? I ain't. I ain't doing nothing. Oh. <laughs> uh, um. So all I'm saying is that, like, the money. The money just is. Is just. It's too big. It's either too big to effectively do a bribe, or you can't get enough down across all these books to make it worth the risk, either by threatening somebody or something like that. The yeah. one place would be officials. Cause they don't make a ton and they have a huge in outcome over the game. But in football, that's hard. Yeah. It's hard in football. It'd be actually much easier in basketball and really easy in soccer. Right. Yes. There's just too much happening in football. Like you, you couldn't like you would need to run a scheme and realize that it's not going to work all the time. So then the money you need to get down has to go up and up and up because you're not always going to get it to hit. Yeah. Right. Well, like in soccer, if you're like, I need that team to win. Well, there's always a penalty decision that could go one way or another. In soccer, but yeah. in football, you can't just you get one pass no, well, interference. That doesn't mean nothing. So
2: well, well I mean, look at the Des Bryant catch non-catch shit like that.
0: Yeah. Right. Even yeah. the official on the field could rule it's a catch and it goes through a and they say no, it's not a catch. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, because so there's more than it. one official. It's just there oh. isn't there isn't any sort of illicit and like that going on with the NFL or really North American sports at all. Now, if you're betting third division finished soccer games. I mean, th- that's something else. There could be issues there. But in major North American sports, there's... But if
1: you're betting third division finished soccer games, there are issues there already.
0: <laughs> Listen, I liked FC Helsinki on Saturday. They so were, were coming out be, in a solid Scott's four four two.
2: 4 2 said that you're a bottom feeder at that point.
1: Like <laughs> I'm <you're> just saying.
0: <laughs> Listen, you got to bet where you can find an edge. Oh. Uh, but that's just a, that's just an example. I think that the third division of Finnish soccer did have a big problem at one point. If not, my apologies. But I think I, I thought that was a. Um, oh man, I cannot remember the name. What's the name of this, this book? Shit,
2: FIFA gets bribed all the time to have a fucking host country.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Qatar gets a World Cup? Yeah.
0: Right, right, and look at all the money that took, and they didn't even, like get a payoff on that. Really, it was just for like prestige. Yeah. Right. Imagine if Cutter had to try to win enough making bets to cover what they bribed FIFA. Like <laughs> you just can't get that down. If somebody walks in to a book, and is like, I want to bet three hundred million dollars. One, the book isn't going to take it 2 they're going to call the feds.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Because, oh, they're money laundering. Like you just can't you can't get it down like that. So yeah. that's that's the reason the reason for that. Um. So, yeah, so go for it on fourth down all the time. Another thing, this game was six to three Kansas City with five minutes to go in the second quarter. Both teams spent the entire first half passing up opportunities to win this game. Like they were, both of them were not playing well in the first half. And in fact, um, according to Sam Hoppen, the interception that Burrow threw in the second quarter, combined with the sacks he took throughout the game, added up to ten point five total expected points added lost. Mm. Like the the Bengals could have won this game, Burrow who went. 26 of 41 for 270 yards one touchdown and two picks just didn't play well enough to do it
1: yeah he yeah big yeah. spot he made yeah. some nice throws the T Higgins touchdown was silly
2: yes uh, uh an absolute chase. monster of a awesome. TD
1: yes but, yeah in the end he didn't he couldn't overcome their shortcomings which was uh they could not protect him
0: Cleve Micole Hardman, Juju Smith Schuster, Kadarius Toney all got hurt at wide receiver for the Chiefs of this game. Please name three other chief wide receivers.
2: Judy Jetson. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking I, uh, I'm sorry.
0: Are. His name is Jerry Judy Jetson and he plays for the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> So we have Marcus Valdez-Scantling, who ended up actually having a pretty decent game because yep. he was the only real receiver out there because the other ones were, were my boy Sky Moore, uh, Tony in the chat, diehard Chiefs fan knows Marcus Kemp, and that's it because Justin Watson didn't play either. So it was Marcus Kemp, Sky Moore, and Marcus Valdez-Scantling and one foot, and Mahomes got it done.
1: And a and a busted back Kelsey.
0: Yeah, Kelsey, who was shot, shot up on... A, all sorts, all sorts of things, I'm sure, to be able to play in that game. Um, we have an interesting game theory spot. The game was tied at 20. Cincinnati declined a holding that would give Kansas City third and 22, and instead they made it fourth and seven at the Cincinnati 37. Kansas City decided to punt. Cleve, in this situation, fourth and seven on the opponent's 37, game tied at 20, about Five and a half minutes to go in the um, fourth quarter. Do you punt or go for it?
2: I'm going for it.
0: Scott? I'm
1: going for it too.
0: Okay. I would also have gone for it. And the thing is, this was not even a close decision. According to the Surrender Index, this decision to punt was in the 99.9th percentile cowardly punts of all punts going back to 1999.
1: Yep. Jeez. Yep.
0: That decision should have cost them the
1: game. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like you gave away a possession from the other from the opponent's thirty-seven.
0: Yeah, you're yeah you're yes.
2: always, yeah, you, yeah you, you're on their side of fifty.
1: Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> might have you might have netted fifteen total yards. 20 yeah. yards yeah. Yeah. And, and the all,
0: Yes. And the only reason that the Chiefs are able let, were able to pull out this game is what Tony mentions here which is that Chris Jones stepped it up. He sure did. And boy, did he, especially on the Bengals' final drive there. On that third and eight, I mean, Jones was in there like a flash and really made the play. Chris Jones was the MVP of this game. Like, he was the man of the match. He was by far the most dominant, most important person on the field, especially when it counted the most. And he's the one that was able to force the play to get the ball back for Kansas city. And we know what happened there when Kansas city got the ball back. Sky Moore got a 25 yard punt return aided by at least one and probably two blatant blocks in the back at the point of attack.
1: Can we go back? Just rewind just to talk talk about the intentional grounding call that I wanted to murder somebody over. Okay.
0: I actually thought it was a good call.
1: Oh boy. Here we go. You
0: did not. Uh, Is your argument that, that that P Ryan was close enough?
1: I did not like that they, when they described the penalty that they said that there was no one in the area. Mm -hmm. And I thought, he's five yards away from where the ball hit the ground. Yes. And I've seen quarterbacks multiple times every week uh, do this where they run that middle screen and it's just not there right away. And they just fire it at the feet of the defenders immediately. And it never gets called ever, and it got called in this game. And I just thought it was – i thought it was the only call that I thought that was really, really, really egregious.
0: Now, I didn't think it was that egregious because this wasn't a screen pass on this play. And so what happened is that Burrow did spike the ball, land about five yards away from Samaji P. Ryan, who's an eligible receiver. Yes. And that distance is usually good enough. But it was clear from the play that Burrow had – no, like, like, I don't think Burrow even knew P. Ryan was there now that's subjective. And so I can understand why, like, well, P. Ryan is kind of close enough and maybe it does just need to be a, if somebody is that close to it, that it doesn't matter what the situation is, but just watching the play, it was like, he threw the ball away to avoid a sack and P. Yeah. Ryan happened to be there.
1: It happens all the time. And they give every other quarterback that grace that they didn't in that moment. No, a big moment.
0: Yeah, it's it's actually kind of shocking Burrow didn't get that call on Burrowhead. <laughs>
2: <God> <laughs> That's
1: true.
0: <laughs> um Cleve, do you think intentional grounding should never be intentional grounding if there's a receiver somewhere in the area or if it's clear the quarterback is just desperately heat, throwing the ball away is an intentional grounding.
2: It's one of those it's one of those plays, um one of those calls I never I I don't fully I never fully understood it because I used to think it was like you're throwing in the direction of someone who may have turned around to, to, to receive it, or mm-hmm. you're throwing it at someone. But when you, to me, I, I always thought of it as like, you, you throw it down, you know, like maybe two or three yards in front of you because no one's open. So I never quite understood how they, how they quirk up attentional grounding in the direction of meaning to Scott's point, there's a guy in the, in the vicinity of the ball, whether Two yards, three yards, six yards. Like he, you know, it's it's a not not a catchable ball, but I'm throwing it to a target, a moving target.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. The, way the officials announced it and described it was almost like they didn't see that he was there either. True.
0: That like, that is true.
1: he's right yeah. there.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, am I so am I throwing in the direction of where someone was gonna be? Because I could argue, hey, he was supposed to hitch and go yeah. out on this round on the post, or he didn't realize he's going upfield and I just threw it to the spot he was supposed to be. How is yeah. the intentional grounding?
0: Yeah. Uh either way, Chris Jones again forces the intentional grounding. Yeah, <laughs> so, did. you know, so he he defeated that play, whether it was grounding um grounding or not. And the Bengals did convert on the third and 16. That was a result of the grounding. So I guess there's a bit of a ball don't lie there. They were able to convert on the next play, and then it was that series of down where Jones got the huge sack on third down and ended the drive. So, point Moore, 25-yard return, at least one block in the back. The Chiefs should have had the ball at the five-yard line after the penalty or whatever, the eight-yard line. Instead, they have the ball at like the the uh, 45 or so, a little past the Kelsey, not too much. Then on third and four, Patrick Mahomes makes a play that we will be talking about. For a very long time, on one leg, breaks the pocket, scrambles for the sideline, gets the first down, gets out of bounds in order to stop and, the clock and sells about,
2: it. And yes, sells at about and sells at about
0: it. at about uh, the forty-five yard line, and then gets absolutely cleaned up by Joseph Osai.
2: No, I he got pushed. He got yeah he got
0: pushed two yards out of bounds.
2: Yeah, no, no, I'm not. No, it it was boneheaded play, and I, I, I got some thoughts about it, right? Because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bury the kid for trying to make a play. and he tried to do everything in his power to negate the the uh, the yardage that was going to be gained from it, but I mean, you you got to know in that spot. I mean, he's a he's an inexperienced player because at any vet that makes that play, I'm burying them. But you don't hit Patty Mahomes, the, the face of the league, or one of the faces of the league. Like it's like a Jordan call. Like you touch this kid. It's gonna be a call against you. But when you watch the play, they're clearly out of bounds. But he he didn't lunge at them, he didn't like strike them, he pushed them. But then he, Patty Mahomes lays on the ground, goes, you know, goes like almost limped, and then the guy behind Patty Mahomes falls down. So it looks more violent than it, than it is. I mean, oh, say? yeah. He got, yeah. I mean, those that being on the sideline is hazardous, bro. Like oh, that yeah. kid's probably hurt, he's probably hurt, but again. In that spot, he's clearly out of bounds. Don't touch him or chest up, you know, like just chest up. Don't 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 engage. Yeah. But he pushes him. But, yeah, he you're two yards out of bounds. Already. Yeah, he was that way play? out of.
0: I yeah. think <laughs> Peterman gets this call. I mean, he was out of bounds.
1: So don't, do you guys feel like a side thought I need to get to the corner? I think so. Prevent him from getting to the sideline. And then stop his forward momentum. momentum yes. So the clock ste- keeps running because
2: yes, that's what I, I think
1: he was trying to do. Yes, and I Bahomes mean, pulled off the sneaky quicks. Yeah, yes. No, I mean, when he needed there.
2: it, when he needed it, he probably, he probably took everything he had to muster up that run. Yeah, like, I'm just gonna have to gut this pain. This this is this is gonna hurt me like crazy. Yeah, I don't me. think.
0: I don't think Osai committed an unsportsmanlike kind of no. penalty. Yeah, I don't think wasn't. he was out there trying to hurt Patrick Mahomes. No, Correct. No. Mahomes did have two feet in the white, though. I mean, he was, yeah. out no, of no, bounds. Yeah, he's
2: out of bounds. Yeah, and and yeah. and and that was my point. I'm glad you said that. It wasn't to me. It wasn't a malicious hit. No, you know, we watched enough '80s football to see guys get cleaned up to the Gatorade table. Like you know, like, we've seen we've seen no and and those hits were legal. So yeah, mm-hmm. I I um I knew he felt like dog shit. Watching the kids' body language, and it, it didn't help that his teammate, in the, in in the heat of the moment in the hallway, come yeah. at him. You know, everyone, yeah. everyone at that level made make mistakes and have made mistakes and have cost something. It's just the moment that it happened. You know, how about the team yeah. play fucking better? That 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 the game is not that close. How about you protect the exactly. quarterback? Go, you let the fucking offensive line who didn't protect Burrow to make enough plays. You know, if you if you're gonna yell at people, go yell at every fucking body. You know, so I'm not gonna bury the kid. I, I felt that he, you know, it was a big spot, but I, I I agree with Scott. I think his intention was to just I gotta make a stop here. But again, Dave, to your point, like you're in the white server, like yeah, you you are not even on the field of play now.
0: Like you're. It was not even a bang bang, like, <laughs> yeah, like like it was. No, it took, late. It, it, took
2: it, it took a bad angle. It took a bad angle. Took a bad. But again, for me. In the moment, I'm going chest up, hands yeah. hands away, and we're gonna collide that way. You know, don't push the guy out, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was uh it was not a good play. So uh 15 yard penalty gets the uh Chiefs in the field goal range, Bucker kicks the field goal, game over. There's like three seconds left for some pitchy pitchy woo-woo, but it didn't matter. The ball ended up in Trent Taylor's hand. It definitely who <laughs> you want to uh I'd rather have Zeke playing center. So
2: <laughs> we got to <talk laughs> about <laughs> that.
0: No, yeah, no, ch- no, chances for the for the uh, for the Bengals there at the end, and Kansas City going to the Super Bowl. So Kansas City versus the Eagles, both one seeds make it after a while, where like the one seeds were either not making or only one of them was making it. Last year it was a three versus a four. So mm-hmm. um, I think that the four teams that played this weekend were four of the five best teams in the league. I would include Buffalo in there as well. So whoever wins this little mini tournament here. I think is a very deserving champion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they'll have they will have the best resume once it's over, right? Mm-hmm. Once the Eagles or the Chiefs add a win over the other in addition to what they've already done, they'll yeah. have the best claim for the title. So I'm I'm happy with that. Um, and of course, we're gonna preview the Super Bowl um uh during the big game pre show Bedlam, Matty Ice Media. Um, all the shows are going to come together in, uh, you know, three hours, one show at a time, sort of discuss the game. So we'll be doing our our uh, our preview of the big game during during that event. Uh, but any just quick initial thoughts, Scott, about this matchup?
1: Um, it's interesting because Mahomes got this thing done with literally nobody. Uh I mean, it's just amazing. It really. Are you calling <laughs> Marcus Kemp nobody? It- yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> like, relatively speaking, nobody. Um, but it's Mahomes. And, you know, uh, having said that, this the, uh, Philly's a different animal. So, I just – this is going to be a great Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I think that both teams have to put something together because both teams have some issues going on right now where – do you want i mean mahomes in the high ankle sprain and hurts and and the injuries that he's got going on you got to manage those things you got to put him in a good position to be successful so it's going to be really interesting to see the you know the tack that each team takes uh as to how to attack the other team so we'll see it's going this is a, this is going to be a great matchup Cleve.
2: <clears throat> i think i think with mahomes having a good solid two weeks now to be off that foot uh, should fare a little better because is, is he played exactly how I told you he was going to play last week. He, nothing he, – he couldn't scramble, so he was dinking and dunking, getting guys in the flat. One guy always was a safety valve. One guy was always back for him. And, again, he still was able to do some of that magic shit when he throws it underhand or just over the top or whatever. Um, He's that dangerous, and he's that special of a talent. I, I think if today's point earlier, if Hurts plays like he did, in that first half, they're going to get fucking
0: destroyed. Yeah.
2: By the time he figures it out, they're going to be down like 30 points. Yeah. And they're going to have to come from behind to win that game.
0: Yeah. I, um, I think this is a great, this is a great matchup. I'm a little concerned. I think it's good. There's two weeks off here for Kansas city. I think that they were pretty emotionally hyped up for this current game. And before we even got on air, Paul made this comment. Uh, Andy Reach and sent an edible arrangement to the guy in Cincinnati who coined that Burrowhead <laughs> bullshit because the crowd clearly took it personally and were loud in the first half. Yeah, um, yeah, the Burrowhead stuff. The idiot mayor of Cincinnati, whose name I don't even know, but and his name is now Mayor Jabroni. You can see it here as uh, yeah. is my name. Um, I mean, you cannot be told to know your rule and shut your mouth by a tight end. When you're the elected mayor of one of America's finest cities, like what are you doing? It happened. It did.
2: I, I flew into Kansas City, <laughs> just like on my way back from Vegas. That was yeah. my layover in Kansas City, and it was so much chatter in that in in my at my gate because it was a sea of red and stripes everywhere. Yeah, and the they were joying at each other about how the game went and the bullshit and whatever. Um it was interesting for me to watch because I'm just sitting there. I have no dog in the fight technically, but I'm like, wow, you know, they these were people that were at the game in 15 degree weather. They were sitting out there, 19, whatever it was out there. Yeah. But um, but again, you know, um Mahomes gets two weeks to rest that ankle. It's two weeks, hopefully. Um, but I, I still think he's not gonna scramble, but um he's uh Special talent, man. I see he's the MVP, and I think you told me a few weeks ago what his numbers were. Yeah, it, it, he's over five thousand yards, right?
0: It's gotta got to be close. Yeah, has Got to be close. That's insane. And he's, and he's throwing to nobody besides Travis Kelsey, really. That's,
2: yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the part that blew my mind. When you after we talked about that, I looked it up. I'm like, holy shit, who was he throwing to? I'm like, I'm <laughs> looking for a thousand yard receiver. Like who who on his team has a thousand yard? But it's it's spread out. Guys got yeah. six hundred here, eight hundred here. Like it's spread out evenly. And I'm like, wow. Everyone gets to play with this kid. He's the kid that gets to play. I'm going to throw it to everybody. Just get open.
0: Yeah, I just think I just think it's shocking that the Chiefs are doing so good without having a dominant running back. Scott?
1: Imagine what they would have if they did have a dominant running back.
0: Uh, they'd have a hole somewhere else that they didn't use. They, they wouldn't have Creed Humphrey because it would have taken oh, a my, running back. Oh, my
1: God. They wouldn't have Clyde Edwards Hilaire on their roster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or they could Nick have T. Higgins instead. For God's sake, Nick Bolton. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they had at one time they had priest homes and no one in the city knew who the fuck this guy was.
1: Like he Followed would walk around Larry
2: and Johnson. no one no one knew who he was. Huh? Followed by Larry Johnson. Followed by Larry Johnson. Followed by he Jamal Charles. Unbelievable.
0: Yeah. It's almost like once they stopped caring about running back, and played a real quarterback and not Alex Smith. Shout out Alex Smith. He was fine, but you know what I mean? Mm. Uh they started being a little bit better. Like, you know, that's the thing. That's just that's just my point. Like, you can replace the value of running back so much easier. You don't need to spend a lot of capital on the position. Like you'd much 100%. rather get lucky with Alvin Kamara in the third round than take Saquon Barkley in the top 15.
2: I mean, it yes. was a was a significant drop off from a Koya to Babby Word.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the Nigerian nightmare. The
1: Nigerian nightmare.
0: Yeah. Um uh, that was not Barry Word's nickname. Though <laughs> well, that would be amazing.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, Christian Okoye. <laughs> yeah, Barry I mean, Word was the the,
2: the other the, the other running back. He wasn't too bad as running back. No, I, no, he was. I'm, I'm I'm a running as you as you can tell, Scott. I'm a running back aficionado. I love running yeah, backs. Yeah, to yeah. this day, I I think Jimmy Brown was back.
1: warriors back though. That like in 30 years ago, you didn't play running back unless you were a total badass. Yeah, you did, I, did.
2: I, But like I said, I I used to like I used to like. Um, Chin strap on In your face football You know some of the 80s were Some really fucked up hits But yeah. you know when the game is getting Gritty I mean these guys are in These guys are in the trenches man these guys are Turning out yards you know yeah. Barry Barry Yeah it was like I was like, I, I I didn't even want to see you guys quarterback throw. And I'm like, I don't just have Babby run the ball a hundred fucking times. <laughs>
0: yeah. today. Uh yeah. I have a better idea. Why don't we spread it out four wide and throw it to Barry sometimes?
1: <laughs>
0: That'd have been great. Yeah, that could have worked. You could do that with Bijan. How was his
2: how was his hands? Oh my god, Scott. <laughs>
0: no, nobody knows. They threw it to him four times a year. Wow. Barry? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, never they he, never he, flared he, he him he out. Never they never it. did
2: that. No shit.
0: No. No, um yeah, no, I, I just um I just don't value the position. So while I think B. John Robinson's probably one of the fifteen best football players in this draft, he should not be one of the first 40 taken. I think but, he's
1: probably one of the three best football players in the draft.
0: Impossible. He plays running back.
2: So wait a minute. So wait a minute, Dave. Sir. we're gonna, Sir? We're gonna <laughs> so wait a minute. So the Marshawn Lynch years in Seattle, like you discount that?
0: Couple things. Marshawn Lynch was not drafted by Seattle. Right.
2: Well, we're talking running back. We're talking. Oh, yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. But we're also talking about when to draft them.
2: But when he got drafted by Buffalo,
0: it was a mistake, clearly. Right. Because they either couldn't extend them or they didn't want to or some such or another. And then he goes to, uh, um, Seattle, where he's where he's good, and again, he was one of the best one of the best running backs in the time for a couple of years while while he was there, which is great. I'm not saying there are no good running backs, so they're not good relative to each other. They are. What I'm saying is that you can replace them a lot more easily, right? No. So, they,
2: so was Spiller before him or after? In Buffalo. uh
0: after. after. But
2: but but him leaving Spiller, it's, we never fucking heard his name after that.
0: Spiller, no, no. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that if. If Marshawn Lynch had got hurt on that Seahawks team, whoever they brought in is going to do 70% by default of what Marshawn Lynch can do. Running back is about volume and opportunity, first and foremost, to equal production. There's only a few that are like crazy, huge home run hitters, and you don't need to take them in the first round because they exist throughout the entire draft. Okay. Right? So,
2: That's to true. dispel your point, to dispel your point, look at look at the, the Vikings, for instance, right? You got Justin Jefferson and... I don't know who the second guy is. Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. Okay. So if Justin is not getting his targets, right, say he's hurt or whatever, whatever it was, you think Thielen can give Justin Jefferson type fucking numbers like Uh, without target with, with the same target share, you think he's going to be that fucking good?
0: No, but I think okay. that Devontae Smith can do that for A.J. Brown. T. Higgins can do it for Jamar Chase. I think that Tyreek Hill could do it for Travis Kelsey and vice versa. And, and Tyreek Hill now for Waddle and Waddle for Hill. I think the goal is to have two really great wide receivers, two wide receiver ones on your team at once. And if you have that, you don't even need a great a great running back. You just need somebody well, who's like got a little bit of vision, can hit the hole, like well, which you can find not- anywhere.
2: Not speaking for Scott here, and he could chime in if i on from the neighborhood. So, when when Scott and I look, at, and again, when we're talking running backs, I'm not talking about handoff, get the ball, go. I'm talking about the, like what CMC is, where it's a hybrid now, where you are yes. a pass catcher, you are a Swiss Army knife, you can mm-hmm. fucking block. You know what I'm saying? Like if you you could chip if you need to. So it's like, if this Bijan kid can do that, then why is he not a a, a high draft pick?
1: The reality because, is he's a he's a highly upgraded CMC.
0: Wrong. No chance. No chance. No hey, chance. Hey Scott
1: hanging out with you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have a good week, fellas. There's 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 no way. There's no Hold way to project beer. that. Oh my beer man. <laughs> Chris, Chris, Christian McCaffrey is the best running back of football. To project B.J. Robinson to upgrade a version to project Bijan to be the best running back of football, which is not something that can be projected. If you can project to be really good. You can't project anybody hey, to come and be the best, whatever.
1: McCaffrey wasn't the first running back taken in his class.
0: I know that's an argument in my favor. <laughs> right, no. but even today, even today, Christian McCaffrey should not be taken in the first round. You should not use that capital on that position. Or the no Panthers Jackson, did
2: no OJ Simpson, no fucking Tony Dorsett, right,
0: right, right. You wow, don't use them like that anymore. Right. Well, yeah,
2: I know that's yesterday. These these are yesteryear backs. But man, okay, interesting. His position's right. not been. It's never changed, Scott. It's we we've had this dance a long time. And no, I mean, I I, I, I get, I get his, I get it by the position. One. Yeah, but to me, there's outliers because CMC is not. He's not Zeke. Zeke is not him. CMC is also a receiver, damn near. So you had you get a fifth receiver. In a quad package, guess like like yeah, you get yeah. You who are, get an extra layer with that.
1: I mean, who, who, I'd, I'd who are the that.
2: best?
0: Who are the best dual threat running backs in the league? Christian McCaffrey, of course, and he was a first round pick. Who are yep. the other ones?
1: Uh, Alvin Kamara, third yeah, round. Yeah. Mm.
0: Saquon. Um, Saquon's pretty good. He was a first round pick.
1: Saquon was good. Saquon's good. Yeah, I would think Brees Hall fits this category, but he he only played for ten, like seven games, so maybe it's I mean, too soon. I don't know. Sec- um, second round pick. Yep. Yeah, but see that that's this is the thing. In the last five years, it's almost like teams are catching on. Yeah, they it are is. catching on, but but not to the real special ones. And it sounds like you don't think Bijan's real special. It and doesn't matter if he's there. real
0: special. You can replace what makes him real special production wise with Elijah Mitchell in the sixth round. It's the position, right? You can't have a running back that is Jamar Chase because of the ability to replace the value in the production at the position.
2: Brees went I- down and and our guy didn't do shit after that. Brees goes down and we and and uh Wilson's struggling. That running game was non-existent.
0: Really? Zonovan Knight did not come in and have some good games for you guys? Some nobody games. undrafted free agent from North Carolina State? A
2: no, few, no. I mean, I mean, was
1: uh, that, Scott? He had a few good games.
0: Yes, he did.
1: He's not Breeze Hall. Right.
0: No, no. I'm not saying that he is. But you could win with Zonovan Knight. What you can't have happen is, like, not have a quarterback like the Jets had or have an injury to Garrett Wilson, right? That would be a lot worse. Than an injury See, what, to Bruce Hall.
2: What I'm trying to say, Dave, is that like Christian McCaffrey left the Panthers, and they didn't do shit at running back
0: right after that.
2: And that's where the what Panthers. Scott no, saying, Scott No, Nair's Dante.
0: Playing, but, Dante Foreman ran for over a thousand yards coming in but, this year.
2: But, what Scott and I are saying is that there's special guys. There's there's, you know, the position. What you're saying is 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 100 right because we've seen that that that's actually that can't be disputed. But what I'm saying is that if you spot a special talent, you're saying that you're still not because the position is going to tell you, I can get another guy two rounds from now that's going to give me same
0: fucking output. Not only that, you can get the special guys later. The Cowboys really should have Jalen Ramsey and Derrick Henry. Like they really could have just done that, right? Like you can get the special running backs later. Nick Chubb, second round. Dalvin Cook second round you can get them later they don't need to be the first one taken right Leonard Fournette is not special Zeke Elliott is not special even in his best he was not special
1: you you have to remember with Nick Chubb you have a severe knee injury that causes him to fall to round two it doesn't matter you can still
0: get him there okay you can still get good running backs later you can still get running backs later you can get Aaron Jones in the fifth round Right. You can get really good running backs later. DeAndre Swift, second round, Jamal Williams, whatever that was. Like, you can get running backs everywhere. They're literally falling out of trees. You can find running backs wherever. The The Jets played Zonovan Knight and got like 600 yards and six out of them. Right. The other positions, you can't do that. If Michael Parsons gets hurt, you cannot replace him that easily. So that's why you need to try to find Aaron Donald. You need to try to find those players at those positions running back is not in the position to do that so no you should not take a running back in the first round even if you think it's going to be one of the special ones right you let somebody else make that mistake and so then you, you want to capitalize take a
1: on it wire on uh edge player six at the at the end of round three on, on a five percent chance that he turns into a great player
0: yes because if he turns into a great player he becomes irreplaceable whereas all running backs are replaceable that's so the entire point
1: I mean, if that's the logic, then every team should be taking a, a quarterback early every year to replace their quarterback. Because if they hit a home run there, then you the know. It, yeah. I mean, not, there's but, that,
0: but that doesn't work. work. That doesn't work because of the money. If there was no salary cap, I would say yes. But there is, so like you can't just be having all these quarterbacks wrapped up under under whatever. But the point is that the running back position is easily replaceable, so you should not be spending a bunch of capital into something that is easily replaceable. Right. It's just is it the the individual running back just isn't that important relative to the other importance of the other great players on the team. I also, if you're, if you're if you're running back's your best player, you're done. Like you can't Nobody's
1: win. He's saying he would be. Nobody's saying he would be.
0: I think you've retracted if you're spending a first round pick on a player. Is AJ
1: Hutchinson the Lions best player? They took him at two last year.
0: No, no, but he could be.
1: Close. When? But he could be. Uh, I right. highly doubt that. And you know who their
0: best player, their best player might be Panay Sewell. Yes. For a who very was, long time. Right. And if somebody was like, Oh, we should take a Bijan Robinson, it's like, like, no, absolutely not. Nobody's, <laughs> like, saying that.
1: nobody's saying that you that if Panay Sewell is available and Bijan's available, you nobody's saying that. Right.
0: And I'm saying that you should not take a running back at all until way later because you can just get them later. You just get them later or sign them off the street or do whatever you want. So you use your premium capital on the premium positions, not the easy to replace positions, the premium positions. And running back is the least premium position.
1: That is true. Right. Like it's just, this guy is just different. That's all.
0: Gotcha. Right, So it's Christian McCaffrey and the Panthers did what?
1: He put up 87,000 yards a season. They made the playoffs once, maybe. Yeah. yeah, but that's not a. It's not a. I mean, I, I, that's unfair to the position and to the player. It's not his fault that their quarterbacks have sucked and that they've had a terrible offense. It's not his
0: fault. No, it's not his fault. It's their fault for taking a running back when they need to take a position that matters.
1: Okay, they have right? EJ Moore, right? Yes. Um, put uh, Jamar Chase on the on the Carolina football team. Right with McCaffrey, they're not winning anything. They're just right
0: because of the investment in McCaffrey.
1: No, okay.
0: Right, the Bengals have Joe Mixon second round, second round pick. The Eagles have Miles Sanders second round pick. The Chiefs are playing playing Pacheco seventh round pick, and then the Eagles are mixing in Kenny Gainwell fifth round and Boston Scott. Who even knows where they found that guy? Like that's that's my whole point. You don't need it. You do not need it to win. You need the wide receivers, pass catchers, quarterback, pass rushers, defensive backs. Maybe a good offensive lineman or two. At least not be terrible there. Right. But, like, Creed Humphrey's more important to Kansas City than B. John Robinson could ever be. Right? Because they need the line.
1: Okay.
2: All all, all offseason to argue that.
0: Yeah, draft season is going to be draft oh, is going to be really fun. And Scott's out here trying to justify B. Bijan Robinson should be the third overall pick.
1: Who said that?
2: <laughs> no, Javere, he said it. Gibbs, he said it. He said one of the. He said in the first round, late first round.
0: Right now, if you're looking relative to other running backs that have taken in the first round recently, like Najee Harris and Travis Etienne, yes, obviously Bijan Robinson should be drafted higher than they got drafted, but they were overdrafted. Right, <laughs> those are mistakes. So. Yes, Bijan Robinson is a great running back prospect. Cleve, I cannot wait for you to see this kid's film. You're going to be very excited as a running back guy. Nobody should take him in the first round.
1: Okay. You don't think Buffalo shouldn't take him in the first round?
0: No, Buffalo should invest in more premium positions. There Literally, their their wide receivers are 30-year-old Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis, who's a third wide receiver, like a number there three are wide receiver.
1: no wide receivers in round one where they're going to be picking that they're going to pick there.
0: You don't think Smith and Jigbo will be there? i uh, doubt it i the take safe flowers all right everybody that's political football for uh, <laughs> uh for this week the uh conference championship edition poor cleave is like i haven't watched this tape yet i don't even know who these people are i need to go break down you go break it. down this film um thank you everybody for listening uh hit the like button subscribe all that if you haven't already again big game uh Big Game Pre-Show Bedlam, Sunday the 12th, noon to 3. We'll be on the air from 1 to 2 at MadAssMedia.com. You can go to MadAssMedia.com, find other great podcasts. The manual, uh, hosted by host Cleve, is on there. We also have merch. If you want some political football merch, it's available on on, uh, on the website as well. And we will see everybody uh, next week. Peace. Peace out.
2: Scott.